Welcome Welcome. to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you, as well as a blessing, and I believe it is my mission and calling. Let's go to the Lord in prayer for such a time as this. We praise you, O God, for who you are. We praise you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. We ask, Father, for your protection over all of this nation And, Father, we ask for your protection over the president and his administration as they try and lead this nation. Guide them with wisdom, godly wisdom. Surround them with good, godly men and women who will lead them. Father, we need peace, and we ask for your peace, for your comfort. Father, may, may we share your love. May we show love to others who may be a little less uh, easy to love. We know that we, we are not so easy to love ourselves sometimes, Father. I ask that you will bless today's show and bless my guest and all that he does. I just haven't met him, but I just look up to him for what he does in his heart. Guide us, Father. I ask that you will use CSE Talk Radio to be your voice, your voice of common sense and hope and reason and, and love. We ask this to help us, Father, as we try to bring America back home to you. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. For such a time as this, that's a phrase from the book of Esther. Her uncle Mordecai told her, perhaps you have been placed here as queen for such a time as this. Now remember, she was a victim of human and sex trafficking. But there she is now, Queen Esther, making a decision to save a people, evil man named Haman. For such a time as this, I am no Queen Esther. I don't even pretend to be. But the American people, all of us, we need a voice of common sense and reason and and love. And that's what I'm trying to do every day here. I know I get a little radical. Maybe I get a little bit. A little bit fired up sometimes, but, and perhaps this is just a bit silly. But when I, every time we go through some of these situations, I think about when I was a little girl, a little girl in Sunday school, and I was taught a silly little song. Maybe to other people it was silly, but to me it always stuck. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. I always believed that, and I still believe that. God created each of us in his own image. And just because he chose to make us look a little different, skin color, hair color, hair type, hair eye color, height and gender, did not make us less equal, just unique and special. Like many of you, I have been sickened by the abuse of of, that the cop rendered murderous act against Floyd, George Floyd. Protests followed, and then violence broke out. 
looting and burning and thieving, physical assault, assaults on those who would dare to try to protect their property. There have been shootings. There have been people run over by vehicles and police, destroying of businesses, life-changing injuries by beatings and death. I cannot believe that it makes any sense to participate in hate, to protest against hate. I also cannot pretend that I know what it's like to live as a black woman. I was born white, not because God deemed me privileged, I think it's a science thing, you know, it has to do with the genes of my parents. It was not, I was not born into a wealthy family. And while I consider myself very blessed with a beautiful family, like most Americans struggling to pay the bills every month. And sometimes I want things I shouldn't have, monetarily can't afford. Wealth and stature and occupation and living location have absolutely nothing to do with equality. That comes from God. I've been discouraged by the news, just like many of you. And I was talking with my son over the weekend as the riots were continuing and escalating and migrating across this nation. I told him about a man that I'd had on my show, Bob Woodson. And how he sees this nation through common sense and love of mankind. And I knew I needed to have Bob back on the show to give us all hope. In fact, that's what I told his gal that I communicate with when I wanted him back on. We need Bob here to give us some hope, to encourage us to what we can do to unite this nation and bring America home. As you remember, Bob Woodson is uh, the founder of the Woodson Center, and that was back in 1981. He's considered the godfather of the neighborhood empowerment movement for what he has done for decades, and he has a great concern for the problems of our youth. He's established violence-free zones in troubled schools and neighborhoods throughout the nation, and he's uh, received several awards, and I don't want to get into that because I want to get him on the air with me for such a time as this. Bob, thank you for taking time to be with us today on CSE Talk Radio. How are you doing? Are you there, Bob? I had to smile when you uh, <laughs> talked about the uh, the song that you sang in Sunday school, because that's the same one that we sang. <laughs> well, I think it was pretty much a... the little children, all the children of the oh, world, the red one. and yellow, black, red and, and yellow, black and white. They are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Of the world, Amen, Amen. <laughs> and He does. He does. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I don't know. You stop but, you know, me even, now. <laughs> even in these, but even in these troubled times, you know, um, there's always reason to hope. Um, mm. As 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 I said, God organizes the human body so that the sickest part of the bodies attracts the strongest antibodies. <laughs> mm. And and I think in this time of uh, of trouble, I am witnessing heroic acts of 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 of, of support for people. The problem that we're facing in America is not a racial problem; it is a problem of evil versus good. And it's unfortunate that a lot of the the problems are being defined as racial. In in Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 
a man in his 50s, a black fireman, and his wife used all their savings to start a restaurant and sports bar. And blacks burned it down. He had no insurance. Left mm. the family devastated. A young yes. white man came along and started a GoFundMe uh, uh, uh-huh. crusade. And now that man and his family have been restored. So I saw a woman. It. I saw mm-hmm. a woman yesterday in that community in many. I think it was in Minneapolis where she was. Yes. And every right. all the stores had been had been burned or looted or ruined nothing was left and she was just weeping she said where am i gonna go i mean those were her grocery stores her pharmaceutical places those were where she went her restaurants and nothing was left in her community nothing so where was she gonna go for what she needed in life and i just i just teared up as i watched her and i thought what can we do to help. I, I don't have money, but what can we do to help? And I know you've got the answers. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. We're going into a break. Hang on, Bob. We're going into a break. I'm visiting today with Bob Woodson, and uh, he's of the Woodson Center and many other things. The 1776 Project, we've had him on before, and uh, we're going to look to Bob for some common sense and hope. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and Beth Ann and Bob are going to be right back. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE 
blogtalkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com and your link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Before we get back to our conversation, I want to remind you about Liberty Tabletop. They have a pattern of the month, and the pattern of the month this time is the pearl. And I happen to have those in the office here. I have one one table setting set, and they are really sleek and I, they're just really nice. But all of them are. Fifteen percent off is uh, the pattern of the month. But I think they've got some great sales going on. Be sure to use the promo code Beth Ann. But if it's less than the sale they got going, just tell them that's where you got the news. Don't take the promo code <laughs> discount if it's going to be less than what you get somewhere else. And Make Up America is a new uh, uh, advertiser for us and sponsor. And you want to go to MakeupAmerica.us. That's MakeupAmerica.us. And if you use Beth20, you'll get a 20% discount. All right. We're done with our commercial, Bob. I want to get back to, to talking some seriousness here. I was... Uh, I was saying I wanted you to give us some hope, and you always do put some common sense and some love into it. You have a love for the neighborhoods there, and our hearts just breaking as we see what's happening. Innocent people, are, their lives are being um, destroyed, disrupted, their businesses destroyed, and uh, I, I don't see that coming to any good myself. But you're right. We have seen a lot of good-hearted, kind people that have stepped up and I, and it's been, really it's been heartwarming. I think we also need to make a distinction between honest protest and lawless oh, yes. destruction. I, I'm troubled that the liberal media confuses that. The very fact that Vice, former Vice President Biden, members of his personal staff, said they are going to contribute money to defend those rioters who are, and people who have been rest, arrested, they made no distinction. They didn't say we're going to defend those who are peacefully demonstrating. They said they're going to uh, place money to support those who were protesting, and they and they use them as a general category. And I think that's the great divide uh, in this country. But we we must not 
the the fooled into believing that the problem that we're facing is a racial one. It is really one of evil versus good. And, and, and I agree and, with you 100 percent. And it using does. race, they're using the black communities as as a means to to really denigrate this nation. And I think there are extremist elements on on both sides who yes. are trying to denigrate this country. And we should not allow that to happen. Amen to that. Well, you know, the first thing I saw last evening when I got home was uh, Brett Baer, and he had Bob uh, Johnson on, and they started talking about reparations. And according to Bob, all we have to just pay everyone that's doing all this, all all our black brothers and sisters in the land, and all this will go away. Well, I don't believe that for a minute. And and not only that, we don't have the money. We don't have the money for what we've been doing to fight the pandemic. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's insulting I, I, and patronizing. I think it is it's, too. It's insulting and patronizing to suggest that you can monetize that and pay people off. The reality is, money is not the problem. I mean, when you think Amen. about it, the 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 um, minimum wage for uh, a basketball player in the NBA. Is five hundred thousand dollars, and yet three years after these wealthy men leave the league, they are bankrupt. Uh, and so, just giving money to people as a practical way is, is, is insulting, but it also is it's a foolish uh, uh, solution, which is not a well, they, solution. They use the word equality when he, I was reading his article. Well, it was actually the, the commentary of when he was interviewed. And they use the word equality with that. Well, wealth and money isn't what makes mankind equal. You and I are equal. You're probably a lot taller than me, but we're still equal. I just can't reach things up on the top shelf, but we're still equal. And, you know, money and position and where you live, that's, that has nothing to do with equality. And no, it is insulting two of the because most that's... Disgusting, two of the ahead. most disgusting groups of people today are guilty white people and angry rich blacks. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Bob Johnson <laughs> is a angry rich black. Oh most people in America will not live at the level that he does. So how can he talk about reparations? You know. Well, then they ask him where they were going to get that from the taxpayers. Well, aren't taxpayers? That's going to cost exactly. everybody. <laughs> aren't all of us taxpayers, no matter what color we are? And uh, it, it, it just didn't make any foolish, sense to me. It's a foolish argument. Not even worth I the agree. discussion. Well, then we'll go on. (laughs) We won't discuss it any farther. And, uh, you know, I saw what he had said. And then later on, they were interviewing several other uh, people throughout the evening, of course, not on Brett Bear, but throughout the other show. And and I was watching. And, of course, they kept going to the to the rioting and they covered it most of the evening. And and uh, you're right about the mainstream media, the liberal media. They're not even showing the rioting. No, they're, they're just not, showing the protesters. They are. When when I uh, wrote about Ferguson, you know, the reality is most of the people suffering most are the people in whose name the the protesters say they're supporting. The, the yeah. big losers will be other other black folks. I I I did a column that was in yesterday's Wall Street Journal, where I talked about 
the very fact that police departments all over the country are being vilified. And so what is happening is that the police are no longer enforcing the laws as aggressively in low-income, black, high-crime neighborhoods, with the result that the murder rate is increased. It's ironic that they are vilifying the police, but it is the, the presence of the police that really deters uh, violence in those communities. And Larry Elder was making that point last evening. And, uh, you know, and it it makes no sense, but I guess we, we get fear going to be, and, and, you know, the policemen, are they have to fill out reports and, and uh you know, they're judged on whether they arrest more blacks and whites and and that goes on and on. Well, and so the, they're probably a, alleged. They're, I don't I don't believe that. Uh, but what we're going to be doing at the Woodson Center is that we're going to be conducting a webinar within the next 10 days where we're mm-hmm. going to cities where the relationship between the black community, and the police are, are very positive, where you don't have the presence of this antagonism. Uh, where there is good cooperation between the two, and as a consequence, you don't have these kind of flare-ups. So we really need to learn what is going on in communities where those problems are not in existence so we can know what to do in communities where there are troubles uh, in circles. So we must all examples of success and build on those successes. Amen. You know, I saw last night where they had several different places where they were doing the protesting. I think it was in particular, it was in Minneapolis, where they were having the peaceful protests, finally. And the police were walking with them. And there was hugging and crying and everyone carrying on, you know, the this horrible thing that happened. He's not the example of all policemen. And uh, we know that the rioters, and they're both white and black that are out there, they're not... The example of all white people or all black people or all Asian people uh, or all Hispanic people. They're thugs. You're right. And they're out there just to see what they can get. And that's not who you are. That's not who I am. And, uh, you know, we we tend to judge by or some people do. They just judge by what they see. And that's not what we're seeing is not who this nation is. We are not a race, a race. a racist nation. <laughs> We're just not. Uh, there might be prejudices, and there's people that are like that. You're always going to have bad actors. But as a nation, we are not that way. Well, more of us have to stand up and say that. And what we're doing at the Woodson Center is that we are, are, are through webinars and others, we want to pull together to unite this nation behind our founding principles and show examples that slavery in America was our birth defect. Nobody Mm. wants to be defined by the worst thing they've ever done as a young person. I've asked this question every time that I give a speech. I said, how many of you want to be defined by the dumbest thing you've ever done when you were young? (laughs) Aren't we glad we didn't have cell phones when we were kids? (laughs) Thank God for redemption. Amen. Amen. I hear the music. We're going into a break. When we come back, we're going to have Bob give us some hope, and I'm going to let him talk more and me a whole lot less. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Bob Woodson of the Woodson Center, and we will be right back.
familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, Brush Strokes and Balladeers, The M-Bar, The Call of the Cow Country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. For such a time as this, We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness of our God to heal our land and bring America home? Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-871-8852. That's 800-871-8852. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-871-8852. That's 800-871-8852. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from illegal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com.
And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have with us today Bob Woodson of the Woodson Center. Now, you were talking about a webinar you're going to get ready to do here in a, a week or two or whenever it is. Uh, well, I want to hear a little bit more about that. And can anybody join in on that webinar? What What is going yes. to, how's we, that going to take place? To, to join in at a time when all we're witnessing around the country is protests and looting and burning and 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 people it's this not happening everywhere and so what mm-hmm. we want to do is go to those cities uh there may be a few and we hope to recruit others where there are positive relationships las vegas nevada for instance uh we've worked closely over the the years with a man named john ponder who fender through god changed his life mm-hmm. um he has led 3,000 people over the last uh, 12 years who were in prison and reentry to re- become responsible citizens. Only 6% are recidivists. Um, a, he has 500 volunteers. 40% of those volunteers are, are police officers. Many of the same police officers that are arrested, the people who are coming out of jail, are now mentoring <laughs> partners. And as a consequence of this, close relationship that has been built, the city of Las Vegas has seen a dramatic decline in negative interactions between the black communities and and the police. Uh, in fact, they hold their graduation ceremonies at police headquarters, and the entire city turns out to these events. And so we want to highlight uh, other uh, examples like Las Vegas, Nevada, um, in Somerset, New Jersey, where my friend Pastor Buster Soros works closely with the police department over the last five years. They have a harmonious relationship between that community. They're coming together to protect. And there are other places. So we want to we highlight examples of where people have come together, law enforcement and community, to protect uh, one another and, sa- and serve their community. We also want to highlight uh, actions, like I mentioned before, uh, of radical grace in action, for example, of people I reaching like across class and race line to help one another uh, in desperate situations. I like how you put that, radical grace in action. That's awesome. Yes. There, there are all <laughs> kinds that. of... Uh, of example of, of, of what I call radical grace. Well, give us some. Let's let's just talk about some of that because I think sometimes we sit back. I know I do. I think I'm so busy and I don't. I just don't have time to do this. And let's let's talk about how we can spread and have a little radical in our grace <laughs> to spread that. Well, I think. But again, uh, is, is just for examples. There was a a young man who was black, eighteen. He wanted to, he was homeless and he bicycled, he borrowed his brother's bicycle and went six hours across the state of Georgia in August with a little tent on the back of his bike. And at two o'clock in the morning, he set up a tent on the junior, the the community college where he was attending. And uh, two white police officers came along and asked him what he was doing. When they heard the stories, they put him up in a motel and connected him with a friend that had a pizza parlor. So he, uh, to give him money, he said, I don't want money, I want to work. So she put him to work uh, washing dishes, 
and uh, someone posted his circumstance on a GoFundMe. They raised eighty-six thousand dollars for this young man in less than a week, and he wow. had a press conference. And the president of the college let him move into the dormitory, and so he said he's going to bank that money and use it to finish his education. There, there are endless examples of grace and action where people are coming together uh, in the best tradition of, of, of America's virtues. And so we need to highlight as often as we can uh, these, particularly with, with, when it's happening with members of law enforcement. I put up on a, on a site one time, cops caught uh, red-handed in acts of grace <laughs> and kindness. <laughs> well, we know that they happened. They happened here in our little town, and it's just a little bitty-o town, population of four, little over 4,000. And uh, we have Transient here in, and I haven't seen him for a while. And he was here, and it was cold weather and nasty weather. And uh, some of the local police were concerned about him, and he happened to be a black man, but he could have been any color. And they were very concerned about him, and so they did the same thing as what you were saying, only he refused to stay. He had some, he had some issues. He refused to stay in a hotel, and they got him a tent. They were just trying to get him in out of the rain. It was just uh, raining and everything, and they, they did, they, you know, a lot of people in the community made sure he had breakfast and lunch and and took care of him because he had, he, like I said, he had some mental issues that uh, that he was fighting in his life. And I think finally some some family came by and and helped rescue him again. But he uh, he was here and people took him under their wing and and tried to help him. And I always thought that was a wonderful thing to do. But we should That's always reach out and encourage people and celebrate grace in action. Um, there are endless examples that, that it becomes news for a day. They, these are the people who should be our celebrities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, those that are helping. You know, we have, uh, uh, I used to be a secretary for a church, and a lot of times you see the transients and, and those that are in need. It's not always the bad guys. Those that are in need be families that have just, they've hit on hard times and they just need help and, uh, they come through a community and they, they're out of gas or, or this or that and, and, uh, people step up to help them. And, uh, sometimes they have to come to us and we need to be seeking them out, I think, a little bit more than what we do. We really do, and but uh, you know, I'd like to see. We're we hope to collect a lot of uh, uh, video uh, 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 case studies of radical grace in action. One of the most dramatic ones that I've ever heard was out in Las Vegas, where uh, a young woman said she and her boyfriend were running from the police in a car chase because he had robbed a store, and they had a shootout, and the boyfriend, she was shot, and so was the boyfriend. And the police officer shot her, really applied a tourniquet that saved her life. Mm. She, the the yes. judge was at mercy on it. She got two years, but she came to Christ in jail, went into my friend's program, and she said that the police officer who shot her saved her life twice, once physically, the other spiritually, because it was in jail that she came to Christ. And she wished she could thank him. And he got up at the audience, in, in the audience at her graduation, 
and she and they had a, a, a hug, and she said to her seven-year-old son, "I want you to meet the man who saved mommy's life." Oh my goodness! Oh, that's that's just. <laughs> I knew that and, if I brought and, you on here, you would give us hope. <laughs> <laughs> the place was absolutely destroyed. There, everyone was crying. But this shows mm-hmm. you, can you imagine a woman said the man shot her and saved her twice, one physically and then spiritually, because if he had not interrupted her life, she would have been dead. But, absolutely. And, and, and people can see through that pain to see God's grace in action. And so we should be soliciting stories like that. We should be reporting on it. We should be holding up the people who are engaged in that level of radical grace. This should be the norm and not the exception. You know, and that grace will domino because she's going to pass it along. She's going to pass that along to the next person. That love is going to continue to be passed along and and, uh, she's going to be the radical grace passer on her. <laughs> We're going into a break. We are visiting today with Bob Woodson of the Woodson Center. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some more radical grace and good stories. And then we're going to let you have a challenge to go out and practice some radical grace. Do some prayer walking. That's always a good thing to do, too. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bob Woodson, and we will be right back. As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. Cover Wallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code Bethann and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. 
Gold is an investment. Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver is CSC Talk Radio's choice for gold, silver, and all your precious metals. Gold and silver are the ultimate forms of wealth. They are beautiful and alluring to virtually everyone on earth. They are extremely scarce and can't be counterfeited. Your contact, your trusted dealer is Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver. Silver take pride in their business practices. No hard pressure sales, no boiler room tactics, low prices, quality product, fast shipping. For all your gold, silver, platinum, and palladium needs, buy and sell. Discount Gold and Silver take pride in the fact that they educate their clients so that you can make an informed decision. Visit Melody Cedarstrom at DGSCoins.com or call her at 1-800-375-4188. DGSCoins.com or 1-800-375-4188. Discount Gold and Silver is the common sense way to invest. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 nine seven eight six one six eight and use the promo code Bethann to get thirty percent off plus free shipping. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. No Bob, I was telling uh Rudy here in the studio when uh we went to the break, I said we ought to have a radical Grace Monday, uh, one grace example every Monday to start the week. I said, like we did when we were kids in school and you had a prayer on Monday and a positive thought and then the menu for the week, you know, <laughs> just, you know, have a radical, uh, grace on, uh, Mondays to get the, to get the week started out good in a positive way. We need to do that. And, uh, you know, I was talking to him about, it's been a few years ago when, uh, and this is, uh, this is a more of an act of kindness rather than ne- necessarily a grace, but you never know who's in the line. But I think it was a Starbucks uh, drive-through. It was some kind of drive-through, and every somebody started it. I'll pay for the guys behind me, and it kept going for like I want to say seventy something cars all day until one said, "No, I want to pay my own," and then it stopped. And isn't that what happens when we fail to show grace or love? It just it just stops right there, you know, dead in its tracks. Uh, and uh, so, you know, it was just a silly example of kindness, but how one person could just cut it off. That's done. I'm not. No, I want to pay for my own. <laughs> so, anyway, I think it's it's good, as you said to uh, to look at these positives and the good things that are happening. We never see those. We only see the bad news. We only hear the the ugly. We don't see the good and the beautiful uh, where people are actually sharing love. And that's who America truly is. 
It really is, and uh, and I agree with you. There, there are all kinds of positive things. We also highlight at the Woodson Center with our 1776 examples of perseverance in the face of great tragedy. Um, people prevail. There's a one woman who, for three years, slept in her car and in homeless shelters with her teenage daughters, mm-hmm. and they studied by the light of her cell phone. And when they graduated from high school, one graduated valedictorian, the other one salutedictorian, and they started college as sophomores because they took so many advanced placement courses. Wow. And, And there's an example of, now, they ought to be on the front page of every paper. We need to listen and find out from them. How did you persevere in the presence of these tremendous obstacles in your life? How did you get there? But more important, tell me the things that you did that enabled you to survive because they're valuable lessons that people are motivated when they see examples of of victories that are possible and not these injuries to be avoided. And so when we see these examples, of triumph, we need to celebrate them. We had a um, we do a daily devotional here in the office in the mornings, and uh, there was one a week ago, and I can't remember all that it said, but it was putting the two words: "Do you react or do you respond?" There's a difference between reaction and response, and uh, you know I think that makes a difference in how we how we meet these adversities in our lives. I mean, all of us have had them. We've all had. Those times, I mean, I lost a home in a fire with five, four little children and I was eight months pregnant. Our life totally changed. The life just totally changed. But God was still in the center. We still had that. But those storms, they can either make you or break you, how you react or respond. And um, and the same with, with us, with others. Do you react or do you respond? And, uh, you know, so I think that has a lot to do with how we how we pass on that radical grace and our, uh, the love in our lives and pass it on to others. We can't keep it to ourselves. That's not love. We've got to pass it along. No, only the grace of God, I know, saw me through the trials and tribulations of losing a son at age 39. Mm-hmm. And oh. if it were not for the love of Christ that who stood by me, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what people do who meet these uh, challenges, and they don't uh, God in their lights. I I just don't. I don't either. And and at my worst moments, all I could do is cry up in my heart and and quote Job, although you slay Mm. me, yet will I trust you. I just repeated it over and over again until I got through it. Although you slay me, yet will I trust you. That's the test. That is the test. And, you know, I think of the song, um, It Is Well With My Soul. I don't know if you know the story that goes behind that. Oh, sure. It is well with my soul. Oh, yeah. And you think think about what that man was feeling and going through when he wrote those words. Whatever it takes, Father, you know, it is well with my soul, whatever you do with my life. And, uh, and uh, those are the things we have to rely on is when we rely on God to get through all those tough times. There's an old gospel, a black gospel, that Lord, don't move the mountain. Give me the strength to climb. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't take away that stumbling <laughs> block. Give me the strength to go around. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. That's a whole lot. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to make yeah, a smart remark powerful, about a Baptist. <laughs> the Baptist hymn about the song, at the like a tree planted by the water, I shall not be moved. <laughs> you know, that was kind of a joke because sometimes the Baptists don't want to move. And uh, But the the idea was that I will be, my roots are planted in thee, and I will stand the test of time and uh, stand with you. We're just about out of time. Bob, uh, do you know when you're going to have this webinar? I would like to lead my people to it. No, uh, we're, we're trying to arrange the time and date now, but I'll okay. certainly let you know, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll get you back on as, as quick as we can to get that information out, if nothing else. And anytime you want to come on here and give us an example of radical grace, do it, because we all need that <laughs> lifting up. We all need it. <laughs> and we need the encouragement to go out and, and share that radical grace ourselves. Sometimes right, we yeah. think, well, I don't have anything. I can't do anything. Well, of course we can. And and like I said, prayer walking is a great thing to do, just just to be in prayer for others. And I don't know if you've ever done that, but just walk through a neighborhood. Maybe it's a neighborhood you don't even know, and you pray for the ones in those homes or those children playing in the backyard. You just pray as you're walking, the cars that drove by. You just pray. Just pray for those people. They don't even know what hit them that day. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Well, somebody prayed. You didn't know it. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for all that you prayer. do. That, yeah, drive-by prayers. That's better than the other ones. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Thank you so much for what you do. I appreciate it so much for such a time as this as we all work together to bring America home. Mm-hmm. 